0: Welcome to the 167 Podcast, a podcast to inspire, challenge, and encourage you. Our goal is to help you live into the 167 hours of your week away from church. And now your
1: host, Shannon Patterson.
0: Well, hey, Porch Community, and welcome to episode 93 of the 167 podcast. I'm Shannon Patterson, the lead pastor of the Porch Community Church, and I'm here with my good friend, our media pastor, Josh Harrell. Hey, Josh, how's hey. it going?
1: Hey, Shannon, how's it going?
0: Hey, you're back to it. I, you're back to it. I didn't
1: like it last week when I listened back to it. Oh, it was really? weird.
0: I, I kind of liked the me- I mean, you know, whatever, whatever. So, I'm sure there was, you know, all all two of our listeners were like, what? Why did you do that differently? There's so, a... There's, we have a lot of I listeners. I just like to picture like just like two people listening, no. and it's like we could just go to lunch, but you know, that's yeah. You
1: know. <laughs> but it'd be it'd be weird just like actual people watching it's, us talk and yeah. not interacting at all. <laughs>
0: it's a total um, pride thing. I have to admit, it's like I'll just assume it's hardly anybody. That way, I'm not concerned if it's a whole, you know, who how many it really is.
1: Yeah, I do like that. I really don't care about the like. I yeah. enjoy that. A good people, a good amount of people listen mm-hmm. to this and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't concern myself with the numbers of it because we enjoy doing it so much.
0: Right. And just to the point where we go, hey, no one's listened for the last four episodes. We should probably go ahead and call it. Or, and then you and I could just go to lunch.
1: Or just do something. Hey, we should talk about something different. Let's see if that <laughs> pivots a little bit.
0: Pivot. Yep. Pivot. Um, so I have a uh, pickleball update. Okay. Because I know, again, all two of our listeners are like, what's going on with Pickleball and Shannon? Yeah. So, because last, uh, our, last our listeners heard was I'd had two. two. I think it no, was, no, I only had, only had played, one. You'd only played once. That's And right. we and wanted I, to know how sore you were going to be. And the day that, this, that the next episode aired was the second time I played. And I, I love it. I I have a great time. I feel like it's good exercise. I did happen to tear the fascia. Uh, which runs from your heel to the front part of your foot, um, where your arch is, um, and so that was really painful. I did that on Thursday, about ten minutes in. Oh, uh, kept playing for an hour, because um, <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> um, and then I went because you, to... you were down and you didn't want to lose. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. We'd played a couple of different games, but um, yeah, so I went to uh, the ortho that that afternoon, and and he was like. Uh, Well, you did your own plantar fasciitis surgery by, it tore, which is what I would have had to do. So I was like, oh, okay. So yeah, now I'm wearing things and arch and heel and we'll start at rehab and as soon as I'm ready, I'll be back out.
1: Isn't it fun when like you have a sports history and then you try and dive back into it and then as soon as you kind of jump into it, you're going to... yeah tear or break yeah. something
0: i'm pretty much resigned to the fact that i'm going to have some injuries because that's just it's just what it is that's just mm-hmm. sport so yeah you know but um yeah so that's that's my update but i still love it
1: mm-hmm. and i
0: can't wait i have it on my calendar when i can go back out and play lord, will- cool. lord willing
1: and the creek don't rise
0: yes that's right that's right what about you how are things going with you
1: uh, pretty good you know yeah. uh we celebrated yeah. our youngest second birthday Mm-hmm. Which is exciting.
0: Caroline. Sweet Caroline. Did you notice how I slipped that into the child dedication? Yeah, Yeah, I did. Sweet Caroline Wren. Mm -hmm. I was waiting for the whole congregation to go, ba, ba, ba. But they didn't. If
1: we'd done it at 930, (laughs) they might (laughs) have. They might have. Because that crowd is...
0: Yeah, I appreciate our 930 uh, congregation. Yeah. Not that I don't appreciate our 11 o'clock. But
1: our... At least me and you, our humors align with 9:30. Yes,
0: which is probably because it's people more more. I don't know. Well, I mean, it's all ages at all the services. So
1: I don't know what it is, but like I can have like I can have set up a joke in the announcements, Mm -hmm. and it does really well at 9:30, and then 11 crickets, (laughs) and I go, oh.
0: Okay, here's a filot. Here's a total. uh, Say philosophy. I don't know if that's right. Theory. Here's a theory on 9:30 versus 11. Nine thirty is um, like kind of your more regulars. People mm-hmm. are like I'm going to go to the earlier servers, where eleven o'clock is more prone to be people who are checking the church out for the first time. Oh yeah, yeah or yeah. are coming back mm-hmm. after a while, or they slept in, like they just woke up at ten forty five and they're rolling in, um, and so they're not like totally like comfortable and you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. That's a theory. Who knows? Who
1: knows? I, I I tend to agree with you on that.
0: Yeah, So um, last week we had a couple of opportunities for uh, our ministry partners to engage in our community. Yep. Uh, one was here, but engaging with our community with the this Community Cares event. Uh, for Called sponsored to Care. Sponsored by Called to Care, yes. which they're just there to support foster families um, in whatever way they can. Um, and they had some different agencies there. So um, it, it, was,
1: it was really, like, I learned a lot.
0: I did, too. I wish more people would have come from our church, but I was pleased with the, the group, the, the people that did come. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just I just know that uh, I think more people listen and understand the need, mm-hmm. um, that we will see more more people obviously go, okay, that's something that, that I could do, that we could do, is, is yeah. be a foster family, whether short-term or, you know, whatever.
1: And, and I think that's going to be one of those things, where, like, it's such a big... Yeah. Ask. Uh-huh. That I think the more opportunities yeah. that um
0: the information pres- and Yeah, the
1: more times mm-hmm. because I don't I don't know if that is like for me that is that seems like one of those things that like you have to listen to the call a couple times to really understand mm-hmm. because you're kind of apprehensive yeah. about that call.
0: Yeah, you hear Yeah, that that's a good good way of putting that. And I just got off the phone actually. Um with uh, someone who is working with Camp Rock which if you're in the Lowndes County area you've probably heard of Camp Rock we did the Christmas lights thing out there last year it's really cool was it yeah if y'all haven't done it do it this year and it's cool because the you pay an entry fee to drive through you drive through the place and then you can park and get out and there's like a little like Christmas village it's really it's really neat
1: it's not the one at the Swanee, right no, no, two different no. Things, it's right?
0: out. Uh, I don't know where it is. It's a little bit east of here. I okay. don't, <laughs> don't know what to tell you. Do east? Uh, yeah, they're connected with Redlands Baptist Church. There's a there's a, a relationship there. Okay, um, yeah, I don't yeah. know if they own it or they're just a really close connection. Um, but I know that their pastor and Camp Rock are very tight. Closely con- yeah, I think he might have started Camp Rock, but it's a separate entity. But anyway, um, but anyway, I was talking to. Uh, uh, Reagan from Camp Rock today, and she was saying, "Hey, we would love. We have some kind of some sweat equity days. We need some work crews to come out. Mm-hmm. Um, they're building uh, a barn. A pla- they have animals and stuff out there. So it's a place for foster children to come as well and experience camp um, to learn. I mean, it's it's a full-on thing. And so I was Yes, we like, 'Yes, we're gonna be we're gonna be looking at that, doing some work days, and mm-hmm. then getting some information.' Like you were saying, more." repeated information. Yeah. More opportunities
1: to kind of learn Mm -hmm. about the process because it's like, it's a life changing. Mm -hmm. Like when, when you say yes to that, it's, it's a life changing deal. So, so the more opportunities we have to, to get, Mm -hmm. to work on people, to get them in the room, just to learn about stuff. I Mm -hmm. think the more progress will be made with it.
0: Yeah. And I'll, and I'm, I'm saying this, I know to a, to a smaller uh, audience than, but I will say it on a Sunday as well. But, um, I am personally I just feel like this is part of my my role as as lead pastor as um you know helping to kind of move the church forward is we're we're not letting up on um opportunities um sharing opportunities for people to be present in our community. Um this isn't like a one off like the series we just did. Let's go. We're going to talk about it, like this is going to be a continual thing where people are going to hear about and know about opportunities to serve in our community. No. And some people might go, oh, why do you keep asking? But, um, you know. Yeah.
1: Um, I if, would- <laughs> if, if, I could, if I could use a sports reference because we're going to be talking about sports. <coughs> yeah. You know, it's in Excuse like me. NASCAR when the race starts mm-hmm. and then there's something that happens and the caution flag yes. comes out and everyone kind of has to stay in their lane mm-hmm. and not pass and anything like that. Mm-hmm. We just got a green flag.
0: Go yeah, that's that's a good point.
1: We twenty twenty two was our green flag to to get back going. I like that. Yeah, and we're 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 putting the pedal to the metal now. Look at you. So many with
0: your NASCAR references, and I
1: don't watch this stuff.
0: Well, okay, I really love that that analogy because yeah, twenty twenty and twenty twenty one were like, I mean (laughs) twenty. 2020 was like everyone pit just pit 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 yeah. you know we watch the F1 series stuff Yeah y'all do so, was telling me about it So that. we're it's like pit 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 that's what they say through the mic So that's what 2020 was like for the church um it's just bring your car in like don't even go slow around the track till they give us a green flag just come in Um 2021 was get back on the track but you got to stay behind the the lead mm-hmm. car until mm-hmm. till we clear you And so I think that's a wonderful analogy speaking of NASCAR yeah, I think they're following um, the F1, the Formula One series, um, like lead, because Netflix they did a whole docu series on Formula One, which is it's like they have talked about how it is skyrocketed, mm-hmm. especially in the states. Yes, the just the understanding of F1 and all yeah, that. I'd, yeah. Starting this week, I have it set to record. I think it's USA Network, so it won't be as good. Um,
1: I don't know. That, Some of my favorite shows well, were on Well, they're starting
0: a docu-series on NASCAR, so very similar to the F1, so you'll be behind okay, the scenes. Okay, that'd be good. So this, you know, if you, I, I have it set to record. I'm going to watch it and see. Yeah, let me know. Yeah, yeah, so I'm looking forward to it. So that's a tie-in there, whatever yeah. that's about. So, But yeah, we are going to continue to talk about things, and I'll have to check my myself because there will be times when I'll be like, I'm sorry, I'm mentioning this opportunity and I don't want to be that way. No, we That's kind of my nature. a little bit like middle child is to be like, Hey, sorry, I'm about to mention one more thing that you could do. But I'm like, no, no, that is not that is not the attitude that the Lord wants us to have and it's not the attitude I should have in trying to help lead this and um, you know, give us opportunities to as I said, Sunday, put legs underneath what we say we believe.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So.
0: 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you mentioned we're talking about sports today. Yeah. Uh, we thought this was definitely one of those topics that came up at who knows at some point when we were like, oh, that's a good episode for another time. Um, and it's does God care about sports? Does he care yeah. if we win or lose? Does it really matter? And with football kicking off this coming weekend, well, um, college football. Yeah. Because yeah. high,
1: high school's already. They're two weeks in. Uh,
0: yeah, sorry. With real football kicking yes. off this weekend. college
1: football. <laughs> I don't care about...
0: I, I mean, you know, I, you know, high school football is cool, especially if you have a player involved. Yeah. I mean, it's always good. But,
1: but to me, college is the... Yeah, I, I like I it more I than pro. I don't care about NFL, really. Yeah. I care about, like, college yeah. is my favorite. Like, if
0: football. Atlanta, if the Falcons were doing really good, you know, I or making watch a run, a I'll watch, right. But, it, right. But,
1: I'm, but I have a college team. <laughs> like, I don't have an NFL team i kind of like the jaguars i kind of like the falcons i kind of like the panthers because Mm -hmm. they're regionally close
0: yeah didn't baker mayfield go to the panthers yeah see i'll I'll probably keep an eye on him
1: and see i got into the panthers because cam newton went to the panthers so for your
0: auburn days yeah yeah. 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 and
1: it looked like jacksonville was going to be kind of exciting with the urban meyer and the Mm -hmm. um trevor lawrence hire and Mm -hmm. that crapped out yeah yeah so,
0: so. well there you are yeah well so with all that we say does god care about sports does he care who wins and loses so i thought i would set this up this morning. the well it's morning for us um kind of with my experience a little bit mm-hmm. um about this um because that's just how i kind of i've looked at it so
1: well i mean we're both at like we were yes. both athletes
0: yeah yeah um so just tight roll your 501 jeans and feather those bangs and put a perm in the back of your hair and go back with me to 1986. All right. And, uh, I was in the Oklahoma high school state tennis championships with my doubles partner, Melissa Hess. I was a junior. She was a senior, Uh, We were playing in the class uh, 4A, um, well, I think it was 3A at the time, it it was considered 4A now. We were in the 3A division and um, we were playing Claremore, Oklahoma. You might know of Claremore, friends, if you are into musicals and you've watched the musical Oklahoma. The is train the, station is in Claremore. Uh, yeah. That's
1: not where the wind goes sweeping through the plains?
0: Yeah, the wind goes sweeping through all the plains of all of Oklahoma. Oh, okay. Yes, everywhere. Um, so we were playing Claremore, and um, with tennis, um, you earn individual points, mm-hmm. and then but you also can earn points for your team. So at the end of it all, you could be an individual state champ, but maybe your team didn't win. Yeah. Or you could be both. So we were tied in team points with Claremore going into our doubles finals match with— a Claremore team. So the winner was not only going to be the state champs, but they were also going to clinch the title for the team.
1: Okay. So doubles state champs Mm -hmm. and team state champs. I was on the line. line.
0: Right, right. So we go into this match and, um, the other team, um, we started off kind of slow. Melissa and I had a tendency to (laughs) kind of, kind of start off a little slow sometimes. Um, we lost a set. Uh, we won a set. We were into the third set,
1: um, is it best of three? Best yeah, of five?
0: Yeah, best of three. And the other team actually had match point on us, and Melissa was serving. Um, and we, I mean, it was. Like, I mean, I'm. I remember standing at the net, going, "This is it! Like, you know, and we're about to lose. We're about to lose. They have match point. We're, we're mm-hmm. about to lose." And I remember, I got, I got this i got a shot at the, i got a volley at the net and i just put it away and i turned around to, to melissa and i said okay we're back at deuce you know because it was it was their ad and so now we were back to 40 all in in just that game if you know tennis score you understand what i'm saying um and she goes oh they had match point <laughs> I was like, "Oh my goodness!" She would have so double faulted if they had. She she didn't know like oh, wow. like her brain had just kind of stopped for a minute. And I was like, "Yes, but now we just got to win two points and get out of this game." So we got out of that game. We won that game, and we ended up clinching. We we won the match. And you know, by that time, like everyone had, it was at the Oklahoma City Tennis Center, which is like. 30 courts. It's like they dug out of the ground so it's set in the ground with hills all around it because of those winds that sweep down the plains.
1: Oh, nice.
0: And um, so you could actually sit on hills and, and watch and then, you know, courtside. So by that time, tons of people had come to watch. Um, I mean, now I look back, it might have been 50, but it seemed like a whole, whole lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, because people knew, like, oh, okay, this is a, you know, this is four dollars. match. So we, we won. So it was like, like we won we clinched state so we were not only individual champs but we had just clinched the team title i mean the rest of our team had also earned points as well so i mean it's just this really cool experience you know once you win state no matter what grade you're in you you're an all-state player mm-hmm. you end up getting a jacket your senior year and there's awards and there's banquets and our city did a thing and we you know we got home like you know it was just really yeah. really it's really cool experience mm-hmm. Um. You know for anyone who's had that kind of it's just cool um and i think because like swimming it's it's an individual sport but it's Mm -hmm. also a team sport but it it is based on your individual performance Mm -hmm. um so to me that was like the best um team experience i I was able to experience because all the other stuff was kind of like it's just me i might win and everyone else on my team might lose or vice versa Mm -hmm. you know so it's just really cool um, so, here's a question I want to pose this morning, which we already have, is did God care who won that day? Mm. Did God care who won that day? It, it seems like a simple question. It seems like a—but it's actually—it's it's immensely complex mm-hmm. when you start to really get down into that nitty-gritty. Mm-hmm. So, I don't expect you to answer it right now, Josh. Well,
1: I kind of have a hot take on it.
0: Okay. All right.
1: So, if, if we— and i'm lumping myself i hope in you're the, not
0: going to take all the wind out of our sails we're about to go with all the content i don't, I don't think so okay
1: but <laughs> like if i'm putting this as myself myself i'm like cuz i also it was funny cuz we said we were going to talk about this mm-hmm. and someone in our class reunion uh page on facebook uh <laughs> listed like the records <laughs> of all the teen all the sports teams from our year yep and the swim team was the only one that won region that year. Yeah. Boys and girls. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I forgot about that. We are talking about this.
0: <laughs> and you were like, all right.
1: And I was like, that's really of, cool. Yeah. But then I also, but then I got to think, and then I was thinking, did it really matter? And yeah. what, and I, and I'm probably like you, mm-hmm. I put all my high school effort into my sport.
0: Um, I could have put more, but yeah, that was that's what got the most. But yeah, yeah I wasn't as C- no, I wasn't as dedicated as you were. No, well, well, not at all.
1: Well, by what I mean by that is, if it was a like, there wasn't anything at school that took more of my time. Correct. In my school, yeah, yeah. our coach
0: didn't let us play other sports, yeah. so fall and spring we were. So
1: like, I court. didn't care that yeah. much about my academics. No, <laughs> e- extracurriculars weren't really a thing either. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like if it if it was school related, like if I was cared about something school related it was related to swimming Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: so but what i'm getting at is my hot take is that if we just let our games be games (laughs) and we didn't put so much emphasis in the winning and losing Mm. god wouldn't care
0: yeah probably yeah but winning's so fun i love to win
1: from a (laughs) From a finite human being. Oh, no, I agree creation? with you. Yes. I'm, I'm
0: speaking from the flesh. Yes. But
1: because we put so much emphasis mm-hmm. in it, mm-hmm. I don't think he, I don't know if he cares, yeah. but I don't think he can ignore it.
0: Well, right. And I think that's a good point because if we say yes, God does care who, let's talk about the tennis match. Mm-hmm. If God Did God care who won that day? If we say yes, does that mean that God favored Shawnee, the winners, more than Claremore, the losers? Does that mean that God cared more about me and Melissa than he did those other two girls? I mean, so, and if you say no, does that mean that there are things in this world that God cares about and other things that he doesn't care about? Mm. Mm-hmm. And that's where you start yeah. to go into the deeper. And there's, so there's no simple answers. However, the answer, it does matter. And I it think does. we will get there today in this. Uh, I hope so. we will. We will. <laughs> I mean, because it certainly mattered to me. And it does to anyone who's ever – I mean, anyone who's ever double faulted or missed a penalty kick or what, you get two false starts and then you're out? Like One. One and you're done? No.
1: Depends on the level. Yeah, right. Uh, but, like, these, these yeah.
0: things, like, you miss the game-winning shot or you make the game-winning shot or you coach the undefeated team. Like, it matters because we care who wins. Yes. The question is, does God uh, I have a couple of quotes for you here. So Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay Packers, right? He said, "I don't think quote." He said, "quote I don't think God cares about the outcomes of football games." End quote.
1: And, now, and I don't. I don't think he does care about the outcomes. Mm-hmm. I think he care. I think he cares about how it affects the individual participants.
0: Mm, yeah. Well, here's what's I think interesting about yeah. when he made this quote. He said this after the Seahawks beat the Packers in the 2015 Division Championship game, where the Seahawk quarterback. Uh, Russell Wilson uh, credited God with their dramatic comeback. <laughs> yeah. And Aaron's kind of known for just saying whatever. But 80% of Americans agree with Aaron that he they don't think God cares 80% about
1: 80% of American Christians. Um, thank you.
0: 80% of American Christians agree with Aaron that they don't think God cares about the outcomes of football games. Um now, the reason most people give no for an answer, does God care no if they say no to that, is because, like you said, when you think of all the other things going on in the world, like all the other issues, all the other you know, things happening around the globe at all times, that God has other interests, that he has, like, for us to go, no, God doesn't really care who wins or loses athletic competitions. Like, it doesn't play into that.
1: Well, see... I d- that's actually not where I'm at because That's not
0: where you're saying. Okay. Because
1: I, because our God is so big, mm-hmm. but also so intimate with His relationship mm-hmm. with us that He can care about all those other things and us individually as a person. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't think He cares about the winning or loss. Mm-hmm. He cares how we embrace the win or loss and how He is yep. and how He is glorified through the win or the loss.
0: And that's exactly what Kurt Warner said. He was the Rams quarterback. Uh, They won – he was the Super Bowl 34 MVP, actually. Is he
1: the one that there's this movie – Yeah, a movie uh, was made about him. With uh, Zachary Levy from Chuck. Yes. American Underdog. Yes, he had, like, a flat top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: So here's what Kurt Warner said – so he he said just what you, do i believe that as a son of god talking about himself that my life is important to him no question about it but i don't know that that fits into winning and losing per se yeah so that's talking about yeah. the individual concern that god has for us and then you look at these verses like psalm 24 1 it says the earth is the lord's and everything in it the world and all its people belong to him so does God care about a particular sport, or is it down to the individual, right? Um, does he care then who wins or loses? How does that play out in the greater scheme of mm-hmm. things? Psalm 33, uh, 13 through 15 says, The Lord looks down from heaven and sees the whole human race. From his throne he observes all who live on the earth. He made their hearts so he understands everything they do. All right, so you see this God who's yes. just above it all. Matthew 10, verse 30, And the very hairs on their on your head are all numbered. I mean that's that's down to minutia mm-hmm. when you start thinking about that. So these verses seem to say God cares about everything.
1: Yeah, and he, he does.
0: And he does, right? So if we move away then from no, he doesn't care about winning and losing answer towards yes, he does, but right? Yeah. There here's some other um here's another quote or two different quotes from that would kind of agree with that. Dabo Sweeney declared, "Only God could do this" in a post-game interview uh, after Clemson beat Alabama in 2017 in the national championship.
1: Mm-hmm. You know,
0: and that's not wrong. No, but
1: but it's yeah, it's not saying that only God can give him the win. Mm-hmm. It's only God could give him the composure to to be able sure. to do his job, like he like. I don't I like I don't think like I've never been impressed by people that pray to win or anything like that. Mhm. I'm impressed by people that pray for like the composure to do what they've yeah. been taught.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I don't think we should definitely we shouldn't take Um, post-game interviews Interviews and then go and try to you know like do exegesis on it and be like let's look at the theology behind their quote after they just won (laughs) like you know we don't want to you break that down um this is a this one's and there's a whole backstory to this i know there is just by reading it um some athletes and coaches and just in general could unintentionally seem to declare that god actually does take sides and will over another um in I don't remember what year it was but uh Austin Colley, who's a a wide out for BYU after they defeated like their in-state arch rival Utah and they like hate each other um now, the Mormon faith We're is We're going to huge. talk about BYU. Yeah, right. So there's the Mormon faith. Yeah. And so BYU looks down on Utah bad because uh, it's a state college. You know there's still Mormons that are at Utah, at the University of Utah, but, mm-hmm. but not like BYU. And so there's just this – and then there's people that go to Utah that are not Mormons. So right. there's this thing. And this is – he when they um, they beat Utah uh, 17 to 10 – and they scored on a 4th and 18 play. So, I mean, it's really unlikely they're about to get a first down. Not only do they get the first down, but they win. They get a touchdown. And he says, quote, When you're doing what's right on and off the field, I think the Lord steps in and plays a part. Magic happens. Close well,
1: quote. Well, it's like that movie uh, <laughs> Angels in the Outfield.
0: Is it? Yeah. Oh, gosh. I haven't seen that one in forever. Yeah.
1: You know where Christopher Lloyd is yes, like the archangel uh-huh. yes. and you know, yeah. and helps Tony Danza pitch? Of course. Pitch.
0: Yeah. Um, golly, that's a, that goes back. So what, what you find in those kind of t- comments, and again, we don't want to break down people's post-game comments like that, but as you can almost see that, okay, well, it looks like God rewards the winners for their good deeds that they're doing and then by implication then punishes the losers for their bad ones because that's what you can kind of read out of the whole BYU thing. But these ideas are... A distortion though of the core message of christianity that's what we need to realize is that the gospel is turned because what happens is is that the gospel is turned from this like unconditional grace to um no it's conditional um you know josh did you pray enough this week then i'm going to give you a victory in in the pool you know, or yeah. whatever. Did you help that old lady with her groceries? Mm-hmm. Okay, then I'm gonna get you a medal. You know, like that's.
1: Well, it's it's an interpretation of a finite or an infinite concept by our finite brains.
0: Mm-hmm. You
1: know, trying to understand can we can't understand yeah. unconditional love and unconditional favor. All we can do is understand conditional.
0: Right. And yeah.
1: so, it's easy for us to take some like. Because it feels so great when we win, and <laughs> yeah. it sucks when we lose. Mm-hmm. You know, it's easy to put that like a like a loss. Winner loser.
0: Yeah, punishment. Mm-hmm. That's very true. And so what i what I look at then, it almost becomes if you if we find ourselves in the camp of um, if I win, God loves me. If I lose, I don't. And I know that's a very simple you know way to say that. But but I think for some of us, we might you know when I succeed in life god loves me when i fail when i succeed in business god loves me when i fail in business god doesn't like when we have the when my relationship is good god loves me when my relationship fails then god doesn't love me Mm -hmm. i mean so it plays out a lot further than sports here oh yeah um winners losers and again i mean you and i say this a lot i think this is definitely a very western american way Mm -hmm. to view a lot of stuff um because the whole the whole idea of competition and and all that is it's it's very, the ground very ground rock yeah.
1: base of Western culture. So
0: how how easy then would it be to just just take a little tiny step into this mindset of, okay, well God's not coming down to us. I've got to I've got to win my way to Him.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I've got to earn my way there. Um, and so and and then it's like okay now He's not. He's not, um, it's like he becomes a, a cheerleader for the winning team,
1: mm-hmm. you know,
0: because I did what I was supposed to do or, you know, like a genie that we can manipulate and be like, if I say the exact right prayer, you know, or if the halftime thing happens and then then God will show up and a miracle will happen or whatever it needs to be. So, and then, and then you add in the whole aspect of just our pride, right? In winning... We're proud. Oh, yeah. When we lose, we can wonder, well, what, what did I do wrong? You know, why did God withhold, you know, whatever? Those are the kind of questions that yeah. can pop up. I never struggled with that, but I wasn't a believer when I was in the height of my competition days. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, so it wasn't, it was, it was just about Shannon. It really, yeah. it really, there was no concept of how do I be a Christian while I'm competing? I didn't, I didn't have to, I didn't struggle with that, but I still, I still struggled. Just not with that. So, mm-hmm. so I think we need to, we need to go a little bit deeper then beyond the simple no or yes, does God care about sports? Because I think the, the real is not, is, is the answer yes or no, but what's the best answer? because what the best answer does is it declares that god cares who wins but for a lot for very different reasons than you and i do Mm -hmm. god cares who wins i care about winning and losing because of what it says about my glory god cares about winning and losing because of what it says about his glory yes um he cares who wins he cares who loses I would say he cares about who wins. He cares about who loses. He cares about that because of the way that winning and losing show the world who he is.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: that That's really, really important. So, you know, Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians uh, 10, he said, whatever, whatever you eat or whatever you drink, whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. Um. So it, it's about God's glory, not about ours.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, that's kind of where we are. So um however much i care about winning or losing god has more passion for winning and losing and and the way they contribute to his glory than i ever ever will right. that's just that's just the way it is and so the best answer makes god great and everything including winning and losing meaningful so mm-hmm. so so yes he does but for different reasons. Yeah. that That's where I land, is yes, he does care who wins and loses, but for different reasons. Mm-hmm. Because someone might lose, and in that, God reveals his glory, in whatever way that plays out. Or mm-hmm. someone might win, and someone is, you know, God uses that. But like anything, I mean, if you choose to, you know, drive to Chick-fil-A today or Taco Bell, like, God God could use those two moments, either one of them. Yeah. Right? And, and but, we're not going to say which one's a winner and loser in that in that comment. Because it really kind of depends on the day. Yeah. One day it's a Taco Bell day and they're a winner. And the other day it's a Chick-fil-A. Taco day.
1: Bell's rarely a loser for me. <laughs> Just later. Uh.
0: Uh, can, I'm going to finish the rest of my story.
1: Okay, go for it. So,
0: we were state champs, right? hmm Junior year, state champs. Win it all. So awesome. I didn't mention that my... So, my sophomore year... I was paired up with a senior who was really good and but she was she was really a singles player, but we had our single slots filled. so she played doubles with me and, and so we did well, but we didn't play much together all season so mm. but we we got um, third place, which some people are like, that's really great. Well I mean, for my first time at, at state, sure, that was cool. all right yeah you know second place loser, sure. Um, but so sophomore year third place, junior year state champions. Now, my senior year, we were back at the state championship. Uh, We had moved up a classification. Our assistant coach had a connection to a nearby, like, tiny little school, uh, like college, and we went to warm up there that morning. And while we're warming up, I remember I went up for an overhead, and I came down on my ankle. Oh, and it was bad, 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 mm-hmm. bad. I sprained it so bad. I mean, like, it makes me hurt thinking about that moment. Mm. I've broken my ankle before. It didn't hurt as bad as that sprain. Really? Yeah. Wow. It was bad. And thankfully, we were right there at that at that little school. Um, and so a trainer at the college, uh, we went in, and they actually iced me for a little bit. And then they taped me up. I mean, like, taped me up. <laughs> it, was, it was, I was in, I was in agony. Um but like I'm not gonna default. I mean no. I'm not gonna you no, know No, you're gonna so, go out there. Yeah. Now walking um, out
1: like Daniel LaRusso at the end of the first. <laughs> that's right. Kid. I
0: did like that that um that kick, whatever it's called. The crane kick. Crane, yeah, yeah. So um so I'm paired up in doubles again. That was my specialty. But I'm paired up with a player who okay, you know the scene in Zootopia where there's the sloths that work at the DMV? Yeah. Okay. It was like, she was slow like that, but just not, fu- it wasn't funny. Because was. <laughs> when I watched that scene in Zootopia, I just giggled the whole, whole time. I'm
1: like, and <laughs> thinking about and you your... watch
0: like their blink, they real slow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like when I think, and I'm not going to say names, I know she'll listen to this podcast, but I don't want to, you know, she was so slow i mean i think she wore lead tennis shoes i really do so anyway so uh but her dad like paid for a lot of stuff for the team so you know Um, there there it is (laughs) so we're paired up and my ankle is uh i mean i could still outrun her in a race (laughs) even with my ankle like that we um we lose we uh, we end up getting fourth place my senior year and i know for some people they're like fourth place out of state wow um, like we didn't do the whole oh sweet sixteen. No no, no, no. No.
1: Fourth place sucks when it's you win horrible. when you win your junior year.
0: And I was absolutely gutted. I mean gutted. Yeah. Third place, sophomore year, all right. This is what state is. Champs junior year, fourth place, senior year. And I was very ungracious in defeat uh towards my partner (laughs) um i left the tournament in a rage like i didn't even go back with the team i mean it was horrible i was a brat um i declined an invitation to play in the all-state tournament because which is Mm -hmm. like basically for all the people that are all-state players to play so it's kind of like a big deal Mm -hmm. they do this big banquet and like and You're I just like, like nah. no thank you. I went home injured and angry, and my tennis life was done. And I was like, okay, well that sucked. Like all that I just did and nothing.
1: That that sounds like the end of my story.
0: <laughs> yeah. So mid June. So this was like the end of May, uh, or like the second week in May. Mid June, I get a phone call, and um, I'm offered a tennis scholarship to play at that tiny college, where we went to warm up. Um, where I did not not I did not know this, but their coach, who was an older gentleman, and I remember him being there, but I had no idea he was the tennis coach, um, he watched us warm up, and he watched... He saw me get hurt, and he said he saw me um, in pain, and he saw me go in and get taped up to play, and he said he wanted me to be on his team.
1: That's pretty cool.
0: And... What I don't know is that that changed – I mean, that changed the trajectory of my life Mm because I had no plans to play college tennis. I mean, I wanted to play for, like, Texas A&M or something. I mean, OSU was off the table because they were all, like, from Germany. So I was like, I can't play there. But, like, maybe A&M. But I couldn't even play there. So, like, I just really didn't think much of of playing beyond that. And so I go to Oklahoma City University, like this NAIA school, and have an – just – it was just, a God just used that. I mean, and I, I don't look back and go, God used every particular match, but he did. And then I, I graduated from there, and I got a job as a tennis pro, a teaching pro at at a tennis center in Oklahoma City. And then that tennis center just, it folded. It was privately owned, and it didn't last. And so I had to wait tables, and it was at waiting tables I met my friend that led me to Christ. And, like, so I look back, and I see how all of those moments happened. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and then that led me to Valdosta and then it led me to full-time ministry and it, I met my husband and we have Mallory and we're, you and I are sitting here at the Porch Community Church. Mm -hmm. And, um, so does God care who wins and loses? He does, but he absolutely does, but for very different reasons than you and I, Mm -hmm. um, I didn't have anyone call me after I won State my junior and say, hey, I know you got one more year, but you want to come play for us. I had someone, like, watch me injure myself and how I handled injury
1: mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Um, and subsequent loss. I mean, because yeah. as a coach, you could have been like, yeah, you look pretty decent um, playing. Yeah, you're hurt. I appreciate the effort. But fourth, I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. And, and and not go any further. But And so – God used the loss that happened uh, God used just as much as the a win the previous yeah. year, so God does care, but for very different reasons than we do does it bring him glory or is it just about ours and I think when we do anything, whether it's sports or not, we could change the title from does God care about sports to does God care about band does God care about dance does God care about Um, you know
1: anything we care about service
0: league the whatever
1: yeah yeah, whatever anything we care about anything that we pour time into
0: yes he does but for very different reasons and he cares
1: if it's successful or not successful Mm -hmm. does he care about our job does Mm -hmm. he care about our business yep yep and yes he does care
0: because the opportunity to bring him glory is present in every one of those instances
1: in success or failure
0: right Yeah, yeah, it doesn't, it's almost like our success or failure in a competition is so, whatever, we, I still need to, I need to look up what's beyond tertiary, because I don't know what what it is, what the term is. But it's like not, it's not up there.
1: Well, it's like the tertiary winner and loser isn't the actual winner and loser Mm -hmm. in the way God sees the game. Mm
0: hmm
1: yeah. Or anything. Right. Like,
0: Right, what the, we declare to be a loser
1: might be. That's the, like that's no. I'm that, use the that. game just started. The game's not going to finish until yeah. 15 years from now.
0: <laughs> yeah. Or yeah.
1: however long it takes for what I started at that loss to complete.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep.
1: Or yeah, he won, but this isn't this isn't the trophy that he's holding up. The trophy's going to be later.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: With with what he did, with what what I was able to do through him because he did that. Or we did that together.
0: You know, an interesting side note when I think back on that, because the the coach that recruited me, his name is Arnold Short, um, and he was an older guy, and he actually ended up retiring before school even started. Really? So I was, like, one of his last recruits, um, and I never played for him. And so I never really got to know him much. I mean, I came for a visit with my dad and met him, but that was my only. But I learned later, like, he was like a – a very strong believer and um you know i just gosh i mean he's no longer with us but i was like wow i would love to have been able to reach back out to him mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. tell him thank you for that yeah you know like years later mm-hmm. and be like here's what god here's how god used that you know but i'll tell him one day one day one yep. day when i see him so
1: and he's like i know i saw it <laughs>
0: So uh anything you want to add in I mean I, you've been interjecting this whole time but I know I kind of ran with my notes a little bit. So
1: No, I th- I think we kind of hit the nail on the head like yeah. it's we we have to quit play a, a golf analogy. We have to quit playing the short game at looking at the wins and losses mm-hmm. in our life and see what God has planned in our life out. Yeah with the outcome of what we're doing mm-hmm. but but don't go into it any less committed
0: right right
1: that was my phone i was well, i hey, at <laughs> how's hey, it going
0: <laughs> um well and that brings up a whole another question which we don't we're not going to get into because this really could be another episode is okay then knowing the fact that god does care but for different reasons than we do I mean, I'm still super stoked about this weekend and college football kicking off. Oh yeah! And I'm going to pick a group with nine other people. And I'm I, one of them, and and you're one of them. And I want to win, like so. I want to win in that group. I mean, it I says, want y'all to know that I can pick games better. And I'm like, okay, is that is that right or is that wrong? Like, should I not it says,
1: be? <laughs> I, this is. I don't know how to. You have to do everything with excellence, and do it for the Lord, and. I, and, Give
0: glory, yeah.
1: You know, it's really it's weird <laughs> uh-huh. to try and and win.
0: <laughs> this is about fellowship. We're well, in a, no, we're no, fellowshipping together. No,
1: I like for <laughs> me, it's really hard to understand how to win as com- because of the way my competitive mind was mm-hmm. to even keep God in consideration when I'm trying to win at something.
0: Yeah, yeah. And,
1: and like that is something i personally struggle with.
0: Yeah, that's a good like, that's a good point. All right,
1: god, sit over here. I'm about to do my thing.
0: Right. Right.
1: <laughs> you know?
0: Like last night you and some guys were at my house playing you were there with my husband playing cards. Playing playing this game and Yeah. You're like, "I want to win."
1: Yeah, I don't like losing. You, I'm going to do, do I'm going to do everything <laughs> i can to win. But like i i feel like i got uh I can do everything with excellent effort, but I don't know how to do it excellent effort with God in mind. Mm. Because I feel, because I feel like if yeah. if I if I keep like if I keep God in the forefront, sometimes I like, oh, I'm just playing for fun because I want God glorified, mm-hmm. you know. But that, but that, but that goes against like the desire to win that God did place in my heart, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> Which I so think brings finally, up a
0: whole other question of. Is the desire within us to uh, to succeed, to do something with excellence that proves that we did that act that you know the swimming? I'm thinking of like a shot or whatever that had me air quotes win. Is that even a <laughs> is that like a is that a Christian way of looking at things? Oh, I you mean look- I'm not like a. Uh, pacifist i guess is no. kind of that kind of mentality i don't know
1: if if we learned to compete with god in mind when we were younger it might be easier for us to do it yeah but since we since we didn't mm. you know it, it it's harder for us so to, you
0: didn't really have that either it was just about swim for josh i
1: mean i went to church and everything but i mean it was an individual sport yeah you know like it was like i was in high school and stuff before i realized that you know things have eternal weight
0: yeah that's you true know,
1: you know like i just thought this was a thing so and
0: if your parents you know you, you've mentioned your dad was on the road a lot yeah. and and they they busted it so you could have the opportunity to swim mm-hmm. but they weren't like they weren't former swimmers like nah. they didn't have this expectation like josh you're going to win it all nah. they just knew you liked it and you did well, I was at well. it, so they I wanted was good to be yeah. right um but that that does bring up the question of, and I've had this, you know, with Mallory, I'm like, I want you to play tennis, Mallory. Um, you know, and she's not like, she's not like me. She's not like, I got to go out and win. Or or I want to even like go and, you know, in the driveway and shoot hoops with my dad. And, you know, I want to win. You know, like, she's mm-hmm. just not like me in that way. You know is not kickball. like
1: me in that aspect either.
0: And so I have to go, all right. Yeah, that need I need to be okay with that. Mm-hmm. And and I just I know there are so many parents out there who are they are they are instilling in their child an expectation to win with so much passion and so much focus and so much energy and like hey, read this, hey, watch this, hey, let's I filmed you practicing today. Let's go back and watch it. And I'm like, wow, as parents, if we were that committed
1: to their, mm-hmm. to
0: share Jesus, yeah, with our kids, how much more, like, oh, yeah, that just punched me in the gut, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, with yeah. that thought.
1: Yeah, and and it was for for me as a kid, it was like it was never like those two worlds never met.
0: Church and swimming. Yeah, yeah,
1: and it was always like stop one to to do the other.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. Like my my faith journey didn't. Cross.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's interesting you say that because Katie Reagan sent uh, in our, we're in a community group together on Sunday night, and she sent something earlier. Um, I haven't read it fully, but it's, a, it's an article that says that high school activities have become all or nothing, and it's unacceptable in regard to how it takes over like your life oh and, yeah I and like your outside life and your and i was like yeah that's how i mean we didn't we couldn't play other sports
1: yeah i would say i was in like the beginnings of that yeah when yeah. like the early yeah it
0: was very weird when i tell people that back in the you know mid to late 80s that our high school coach like didn't allow us to play other sports at school they were like what like yeah what if you wanted to it's like well, you couldn't
1: yeah, you did I mean,
0: we were gonna. I was gonna the the year that that Melissa and I won state, right? That was in May of state championship. Um, in January or February, there was a ski trip that we were going to go on with some with a church. Um, I mean, just to go skiing. It wasn't about the church thing. Um, and we had per- like put a deposit, and our coach was like, and it was going to be oh, it was going to be during spring break, mm-hmm. and he said if you go on a spring break ski trip. One, you should be hitting. Two, you could get injured. And if you go, you're off the team. Mm. So we had to sell our ski trips. Yeah. And didn't I, go. And I'm telling you, he knew that we were going to, he knew we were good. But I know Coach Sharp, and he would have said, nope, you're out. Yeah. He would I have mean, done that, it.
1: That's how it was for, I mean, yeah, that was that's exactly how it was for us. Like, yeah you didn't do activities like skating or bowling during season yeah you know like if, yeah. if you could injure yourself mm-hmm. even if it was a non-school thing you yep if he saw you doing it yep he was gonna rip you a new
0: <laughs> you were gonna pay somehow yeah. and you
1: and if you go on vacation you're expected to find a pool yeah and practice every day
0: yep yep hmm Sounds like we're wading into a, another uh, another episode of on sports and the expectation of what it does. So I'll read this article and we'll yeah. talk about it. Uh, it. And the whole reason it came up with our community group is because we're doing this book called Parenting Middle Schoolers, and the next chapter we're looking at is on balancing extracurriculars. Um, and let's just, I'll just say it now, and we'll talk about it later, is unfortunately church slash you know, student activities with church that just becomes a, a slot in a in a timetable that as parents you know we look at and go okay we got to fit this in here and maybe it's like if but if you have homework it's gone then it's gone or if you play travel ball we you know we'll see you three months of the year or something or
1: like if that. I'm bored or if, yeah. or if I'm tired as the parent if you're worn gone. out
0: from yeah yeah so yeah well. Yeah, I'll write this down for another episode.
1: That <laughs> that putting I, it in my notes. I now. know it annoys me. <laughs> I can't imagine how much it annoys Justin and Kristen.
0: Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. So putting it in, I'm yep. putting it in. All right. Well, hey, Port Community, thanks for hanging with us today. I guess if we need to just recap it, does God care about sports and winning and losing? Yes, yes. but for different reasons than we think of. He wants to bring glory to himself, people to see him. So, um, thanks for hanging with us. Um, starting a new series this Sunday, Leviticus. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, we're going to do like an intro, an overview this week, um, knowing that it's Labor Day weekend, um, and that you kind of needs it too. It, it does. Well, we're going to do an overview and then an intro, so yeah. it's we're going to get a good, good, solid understanding. of where you need We need a are. base for Leviticus. Yeah. Yeah, so, so...
1: Because, well, there's a lot of, like, narrative Yeah. about Leviticus that isn't biblically true. Like, there are a lot of things that, like, uh, movies and books and stuff that is based on the events in Leviticus that have no, like, biblical standing That mm-hmm. that we, th- because it's a story about this, it's got to be true. Right. And there's a lot of misconceptions about what actually what actually went on in the wondering and stuff like that
0: mm-hmm. yep so yeah it's going to be a good series we look forward to it well hey porch community thanks for sticking with us and uh, listening and we will see you and talk to you again soon see you bye bye
1: you've been listening to the 167
0: podcast join us next time for more insights to inspire challenge and encourage to help you live into the remaining
1: 167 hours of your week.